Hi guys. Hi, Welcome we're... to Hello Dysfunction. Episode 500. Episode 197. Damn, I'm Crystal. I'm Potafria. Just make all the noise you want. Always. Merry late Christmas. Merry late Christmas, guys. Oh, I gotta fix my fucking... My hair is bugging my ears with this. Hold on, I have to put on my earphone headbands <laughs> properly. And all push right. it forward to make it <laughs> own. Mm-hmm. So, right before we started recording, I was like, wait till you hear the fucking commercial that's been stuck in my head all morning. She saved it I saved it. Because she knows I would really want that. Remember? The sun will always shine, the birds always sing. As long as there is Coke, there's always the real thing. Coca-Cola classic, that's always the one. Why is that in your head? Why? I don't fuck. It just popped in there. I haven't seen the commercial. I haven't heard it. My brain was like, remember this this morning? Well, now you're going to think about it for two days. When you're trying to go to sleep, you're going to vision the whole commercial. You're going to catch yourself bouncing your foot to it. Yeah. Who was I talking about the other day? Maybe it was Mark and, uh, yeah, it was yesterday and we were talking about, you know, how our brains do a good job of protecting us from like yeah. traumas and stuff. And yeah. I, and I was, he was talking about, you know, um, he's just now remembering things and being like, God, that was fucked up. And yeah. I was like, your brain, you and Pat's brains did an excellent, excellent job. hard workers. Mine was like, <laughs> we're not working like that for you. <laughs> It's three. We're magnifying everything. I said, you wonder why I'm up at 3.30 in the morning for three hours. Because my brain's like, hey, get up, get up. Do you remember that one time? (laughs) Right. It's fucked up. Oh, God. Meanwhile, we have fucking dementia because our brains are just like, nope, wipe that whole decade. That (laughs) whole decade was bad. Just wipe that whole thing. And mine is like... June 7th, 1989. Do you remember? It was five o'clock. Channel two news was on. You had on your pink stretch pants, your panda charm (laughs) necklace. God. It's so fucked up. Oh yeah. Trauma. I woke up with anxiety hella bad. Like, oh my God, like full panic feeling. Uh, and what do you do? You speed it up. I you, go crack a Red Bull. As much caffeine as you put. You had me bring you five shots. And I was like, get me more cigarettes. Oh my God. Cause that's how we deal with. Cause where's my fucking guardian? Where's yeah. my conservator? Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, Brittany, um, a listener had sent us, you know, cause if you, you know, I unfollowed her IG when she did that dumb shit, uh, repeatedly, you know, dumb what? microaggression, racist shit, you know? Oh like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna unfollow her. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I go look at her stuff because it's entertaining and, and yeah. I personally like the spins. I don't like them. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her smudged eyeliner every She's day. She's like, who wants to see my vagina every video? Who wants to see my waist? My boxy waist every she fucking day. She pulls her day. pants down and my is like, rise anything. <laughs> I don't want to watch any of that. I'm sick of her and her fucking family drama captions. So the reason like, it seems like she's become more and more erratic is because when her conservatorship was ended... 
she went cold turkey off all her meds that she had oh, great. been mandated on yeah. for like 13 years. And you're not supposed to do that. No. So, mm-hmm. you know, her her brain is probably in like hyperdrive. She's also haywire. allowed to drink caffeine now. Um, it was no, co- no caffeine for 15 years, she said. And now she's been having coffee. So not only that is up. she erratic, but she's putting it into full speed. So I guess her husband is like trying to um, get her... I don't want to say under control, but he's trying to get her, you know, back down a little bit to like maybe start a med, you know? Yeah. Um, He made a comment, um, basically like, uh, you know, I would prefer if she didn't pose naked on on Instagram (laughs) every day, but being someone that was controlled for 15 years right. or whatever, I don't feel it's my place to tell her that. And I love him for saying that. Yeah, true. Cause it's not right. You know, um, but I do think she takes it to the extreme. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, whatever. It's just fucked up. Mental illness is fucked up. It is. So, yeah. Um, let me tell you what else is fucked up. Um, I got a fucked up dream too. I've been to Starbucks twice today. I got Botox earlier, so I left (laughs) a little early today. Um, To enjoy your quiet time. They had a meeting, an employee meeting, apparently, and their new thing now is before you pay, they put the screen in your face to ask you what you want to tip. Don't press me about a motherfucking tip when my coffee is already $7 for one coffee, and you're doing your job. You're just giving me my shit out the window. Like, you you got you applied for this job like you're not walking it to my car so they at starbucks the baristas the ones who actually make the drinks the Mm -hmm. window workers whatever your position in starbucks is they all split the tips evenly at the end of the week okay that's what i would assume because i know like restaurant workers do that too sometimes whatever i'm not tipping you for making my seven dollar coffee so i tip only because i randomly will get a free drink well, I mean, I just, that's, I just always tip. I tip I'm not, like a dollar. I'm, no, I'm not. To me, like, I, and you know, I tip. I'm not one of those people that don't tip, but at the same time, let's not get crazy. Like, I'm not tipping you for no fucking reason now. So I think what it was is, so for the longest time when you paid by card, you couldn't, there was no way for you to tip unless you had cash. A lot of people don't carry cash. Mm-hmm. So I think um, they finally added it to when you put your card in. It's very aggressive the way that they have it. It's it's like you tip before you run your card. So they, they're like, hold on, um, let me ask you if you want a tip. And they put the screen in your face and it's like, you can't even be sly about it because you got to be like no tip like in their face and then I make eye contact like and then what oh I see I, I always <laughs> tip like a dollar like or no and then what well I did the first time it happened and then I noticed I've been at three different locations now and they're all punking me like that and I'm not I'm not doing it I'm not if I have like a ridiculous order like yours maybe that's or why like, I tip because mine is always hella modified something like that is understandable I guess because you don't want them to I don't just up. order coffee yeah right but like for me, I just order a basic ass. You know what I'm saying? A basic bitch drink. A basic bitch drink off the menu and add soy. That's it. Like I'm not. No, that's not difficult enough for you to earn a tip from me. No, nope. And they can shut up. I'm like, why is she crying like that? It's like a cat symphony. In the Every background. time we record, oh, one's like, and they've been quiet things. all morning. No, I'm here. So now they're gonna come around and they're gonna fucking harass. So, you know, we went to my mom's. We go to my mom's every year for Christmas. Uh, Mm -hmm. Christmas was really nice. It was eerily 
weirdly calm. Huh. There was no yelling, no Richard flipping out on anything. Is everybody medicated or something? Well, Will's gums were hella hurting, so he was on meds. Uh-huh. Mom kept telling us she really feels her age right now, huh. which is, you know, not hella old, but she was tired, and yeah. she had been sick for like three fucking weeks. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't doing her normal screeching at all of us. Oh, okay. Um, the kids were calm. Natalia and Vinny weren't on any bullshit. Did you enjoy that? Carolyn didn't have weird? a shot. I hated it. Yeah, that sounds like boring. It was. I was like, whose family is this? Because it's not the one I came from. Yeah. Like, we're usually fucking 9,000 decibels. Yeah. Yeah, it was just very calm, very quiet. Will was like, I enjoyed it. Huh. But... He was hella tired from working, you know, retail on the holidays. Yeah, so he would appreciate some. Yeah, his teeth hurt. Lissette always appreciates quiet because she is not like us. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was just very fucking. Our brother John. Did he come? He did. Surprise. And it was. It was. How was it? It was very nice. Good. It was. It was a really. It was a. It was. It was a nice time, but it just was so much quieter than yeah. usual. The only time it got a little. Um, Oh no! Was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> was when? when we were playing White Elephant and opening gifts, and we're like, "What the fuck?" And so, you know, at the end, we all ended up swapping shit, so everyone was happy. I ended up with another ring light I didn't need, but oh, fuck it, uh-huh. I took one for the team, so someone else could be happy. Yeah, of course you would volunteer. <clears throat> For sure. And then Carolyn got these headphones, and she was asking Will to help her hook them up to her phone and they're like something about mary warren headphones like big headphones right and um will opens the box and he's like there's nothing in the box and so of course it was the gift mom wrapped under the tree and i'm like ha wait really carolyn's crying and i'm like stop fucking crying bitch you have hella gifts everyone got you gifts this was an extra bonus like so what, are what are you crying about for? and where are they so she's crying mom's like I, I i i didn't think i needed to check when i bought them i'm like they probably been sitting in mom's closet for five years and she wrapped oh them to throw into white elephant i don't fucking know but i mean that was like the only fucking hiccup the whole so there was something six hours kind of. yeah well that's that's mild very mild this year um we stayed at my house and this is probably the first year in my life oh excuse me that i've ever not been with my family on either christmas or christmas eve um other than covid yeah. But um yeah, and it was weird because like for those of you that don't know, me and my mom aren't talking and we haven't talked since August. Yeah, and it's been, a, it's been some months. Yeah, and um I'm not in the wrong. And but this is the weird thing. Um my family is very you know, like we're in touch, like me and a lot of like her siblings and shit. Like I went to the museum with her sister not too long ago. Like we talk about movie recommendations and shit. I'm usually in touch with some of my cousins and my uncle. I haven't heard from anybody lately. And, um, really? Yeah. And it's just not even usually my cousin would be like, Hey, am I going to see you at your mom's on Christmas? And this year I didn't get asked that. So, um, I'm wondering what her version is that she's telling people because I guarantee it's not the fucking truth. 
oh, well, I'm Facebook friends with a lot of your family. Yeah. So I'm so like, I'll tell them. They, um, they definitely had a party. And my kids, one by one, asked me why we weren't there. Because they saw this party Who's on, on social media at my mom's. Wait, and your uncles and stuff were there? Yes. Yes. Oh, so she for real spun so her narrative. It's usually at my aunt's house, uh-huh. um, which is like neutral territory. But be- I, I figured it wasn't going to be this year because nobody contacted me. And, you know, I'm not talking to her, so I figured somebody else would tell me no. So I just assumed we weren't doing anything. Well, my kids one by one hit me and are like, why are we not at Mimi's? And she's having a whole Christmas party. So she decided to host it at her house, not say shit. But this is the same bitch that didn't even tell Pease happy birthday for her second birthday. Like, no card, no nothing. Even if you're not talking to me, bitch, you could send her a card or something. Because you're not the type to keep the kids from her just because you're not talking to her. It, it, from anyone. Right. If I'm not getting along with anyone, I'm not involving my kids in that shit. Right. So, um, yeah, so she's further down on my shit My list. stomach's instantly sick. I got that fucking, like, adrenaline yeah. feeling right yeah, now. Because yeah. I'm like, that's so fucked up. So the holidays were very... Like Buck asked me 10,000 times, are you okay? Are you okay? I could tell something's wrong with you. Are you okay? Is there something I could do? What can I do? Like, you know, tried to be like, show up extra for me. He's trying to help fix it. Yeah. And I'm like, he knew, he knew like what was going on. And I, I like basically told him the gist of it, but, um, I'm very curious to know. And, and I don't want to be messy and reach out to one of them and be like, what did my mom tell you is going on? You know what I mean? Because it's really weird that not one person. Right. Would even mention anything. Like, where were you? You know, like no one. So So I feel like something she's definitely, um, not told the whole story. I guarantee And so I will. Right. So basically I have a cousin who, um, is racist or was very racist, but I'm sure is still racist. And because of this, like we grew up very close together when we were super little, like siblings. I mean, he went as far as to not showing up at your wedding. That's what I'm telling. Okay. So, um, so when I got married, that's how it started. He did not attend my wedding because I was marrying a black man. So him and his mother, who was an aunt that I was very close to, did not attend my wedding. Everyone else did. My dad's family even came. And my dad's family don't fuck around with my mom's side of the family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the fact that they showed up was huge. And a lot of them did. So... Um, I was very insulted and hurt and like, you know, didn't talk for them, talk to them for years. Um, and they just weren't in the picture. Like they didn't come to our holidays anymore or anything. So like out of sight, out of mind, basically. Um, well that aunt passed away a few years ago. And so when she did, like I went with my family and saw her like before she passed away and like, I saw that cousin then. So like I gave him a hug cause his mom died. And then like, we just kept it at that. Yeah. Well, you know, a few years pass, my mom got like in touch with this cousin and, um, 
I guess probably on good old Facebook or something. And, and that cousin ended up coming to like a Thanksgiving or something one year. And I was kind of caught off guard and I was like, "Mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I didn't make it an issue. I didn't cause a scene, but you know, me and my black kids are there. And this ain't just the wedding incident. Like back in the day, long time ago, he was racist. I have a cousin that, uh, they have hella mutual friends, her and that cousin. And she told me, oh, like, he he says the N-word. Like, he's that type. Like, oh, mm-hmm. d- did you know that about him? And I'm like, oh, I didn't, but I'm not surprised because blah, blah, blah. And I tell her about the wedding situation. She's like, oh, yeah, he for sure says that word. And I'm like, okay, cool, confirmed. So I'm not fucking with him. Right. So I let my family know who don't play that shit. Um, my white side of the family, I let them all know. And, um, you know, they're like, yeah, uh, so he got married or whatever, right? Fast forward. He got married a couple years ago. Uh, my mom was like trying to talk me into going and I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I feel like your mom kind of stepped into like a a surrogacy role when his mother died, like is trying to fill that the motherly. Yes. Right. So. I was like, yeah, I'm for sure not going to this wedding. And so, um, like I talked to other family members about it and I was like, this shit has me really bothered. Um, how do you think my kids would feel about that? Um, and, and like, basically the response I got was, well, we're not going anyway because of COVID like that was just going to be the excuse off top. So the only people that went was my mom and her husband. And I don't even think my sisters went, but whatever they went. And so she didn't talk to me about it. Like I stopped talking to her for like a couple months behind that shit. I think this is when I was pregnant and, um, it was a thing. I made it a thing. Okay. We ended up talking again and then whatever. Um, cause here, okay. So <clears throat> sorry to interrupt, but Okay, your 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 marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Was many years ago. We were very young, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just for shits and giggles say, uh, let's say your cousin evolved later in life, like uh, let's say a few years before he got married, and he's no longer racist as fuck. There's still been no apology. There's still been no right. nothing. Right, right, nothing. And so, um, my mom is kind of the queen of not acknowledging problems and just moving forward and pretending, yeah. And pretending they never happened. And I've made clear throughout my entire life. I'm not like that. So, um, yeah, nothing was said. No apologies were given. And it's been confirmed by me that he still says this fucking word. Right. So I've, uh, let other family members know that I figured it was a no brainer. Like we're not fucking with him. We ain't been fucking with him. So it's not like a big transition. He ain't been around for years. Right. right? So, um, shouldn't be a problem in my eyes, but whatever. Um, so I guess this cousin like had a baby and, um, recently, and I was just like, yeah, I don't care. Like the announcement was made to me and I was like, yeah, I don't care. And so, um, my mom's like, oh, don't be like that. And I'm like, no, I'm for sure like that. And like, let's not talk about it. So she decided to, um, start seeing like getting together with this cousin and seeing the baby and shit behind my back. And like, my mom is a liar. My mom, like, (laughs) She lies for no reason. Sometimes she's just a fucking liar. She lies to avoid conflict. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Um, she is a liar. She will lie to your face. And, um, this is just an example. I feel like of that. She like, she stopped talking to me about him and shit, but she like didn't post. She, you know, she knows I live on Facebook. I mean, Instagram. 
she knows I don't be on Facebook. I don't have Facebook like that. Mm -hmm. So she posts anything to do with him and his baby on Facebook. So then like, if my sister sees my God sister sees it or someone and asks me about it, I'm like, Oh wait, what? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what happened. She had them at her fucking house and I'm like, Oh, so she's continuing this shit and just hiding it from me by not sharing on Instagram. But you're still very much having this relationship with them. Okay. Now I'm pissed again. So I stopped talking to her. I just, you know, whatever. We had like a group text. I just basically stopped kind of interacting in there. And then um, one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to let her know what the issue is. So I text her directly and I'm like, you know, me and you just fell out for a few months, like a year ago about this shit. Is that what you want to happen again? Because... I see that like, I've already told you how I feel you're continuing this relationship. And the way I worded it was probably wrong, but I was worked up. And I said, like, are you trying to fill a void for your dead sister? Like, what is the reason that you have to continue this, even though you know how I feel about it? And no response. So I let it chill out. The next day I text her again. I was like, Hey, you know what? I probably could have worded that better, but I still feel the same way. Like, so, you know, what's the deal? No response ever. So that's how we stopped talking. And so life just went on. My baby's birthday passed. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm, how can I put this? I feel like she really loves to claim me and my kids, mm-hmm. but like, you're not standing up for us. You're not really concerned about us. You don't really fuck with us the way you want to portray, or mm-hmm. you would not be fucking with anybody that's racist. I don't give a fuck who they are. Right. And th- this is someone that ain't been in your life for years anyway. So it's not some big loss. Right. Right. I don't know. Um, I don't think you're wrong in the situation. I'm not bending on it. I'm not. And like, who the fuck would I look like to my kids if I'm making excuses or tolerating like a fucking racist relative? Like, I'm not fucking doing it. Like, what right. the fuck do I look like? So um, I'm. this is something I'm not bending on. And I feel like my family would kind of have my back or at least, you know, let me know I'm not wrong or I don't know, say something instead right. of just going to their party and like, you know, not speaking to me. I don't know. It's weird. So I don't want to be the messy person that reaches out to a relative like, hey, I'm just curious what she told you why I ain't been around. Right. But it, it might come to that. And I, and I don't feel like... Um you're wrong. Your feelings are wrong in any part of the no. fucking situation. Cause you know, I tell you when you're yeah. doing a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. People I, usually do. I do, You're not, you're not. And I don't feel I'm wrong at all. And, um, it's not something I'm ever going to bend on. So if this is where we're at, this will just be where we're at, but this is not new behavior. I feel like me. your mom owes you so much more than she's willing to give. Um, period. Not because of this in no, general. No, yeah, like, yeah therapy um just just a lot and you know I love your mom but it's just great qualities but when it comes to you I feel like she hasn't done what she should have done long ago right and has no interest in really right really genuinely fixing anything right. with me because like without going into too much detail I got shit on when I was little she's never like truly sincerely apologized or tried to make any real effort to make up for that to fix it mm-hmm. none of that I just like started having kids and then she wanted a relationship with them I never kept them from her right so like even though even the times when I wasn't fucking with her for whatever reason 
um, you know, I, I let my kids be around her, of course. Right. But for them to not say sh- nothing to my kids, no Merry Christmas, no nothing like that makes me even more mad because especially like, knowing you're fucking with a racist relative and exactly. then you can't even tell my kids fucking happy Merry Christmas, birthday, Merry happy Christmas, birthday, fuck you. Nothing. Right. Right. And then they see your party online. So it's just, it's more of the bullshit that like I'm the gaslighting, the lying, the all, all the bullshit. I'm not going to let continue with my kids now, bitch yeah. that you played with me. You know what I mean? In right. a minute, I'm a fuck around and whoop your ass. Like, that's what I got the mind to do, but I'm trying not You're to like, go there. I asked for us to go to therapy. So yeah, I did. You and, know, and, um, that was flat out refused. So, um, yeah. So the holidays were very weird this year, but you know what? I'm not like, this is the same side of the family that shit on me basically not blaming aunts and uncles I can't do that because I didn't really include them in what was going on when I was little and how I grew up and how I had to grow up okay but they knew what my mom did so they felt me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. on um and yeah just to put it out there like it god I need therapy anyway but like it goes really deep like and the person who raised me my godmother who's still my mother figure to this day yeah um yeah she it's just it's she's fucking wonderful yeah thank god for her i'll just say that because ain't no telling where i'd be if it wasn't for her yeah but um, really amazing but yeah so the holidays were hard i wasn't i'm just sad for my kids like i'm so used to being shit on by her that like i'm not even hurt for myself i'm hurt for my kids and you know bunny was so close to her whole household her whole life and so to now not even be acknowledged not get a text not get nothing i should slap all you bitches you're all welcome to this side of the family (laughs) like because when it comes to my kids bitch i'm not gonna play with you yeah like you know i didn't have much of a choice when i was a kid but like about my kids that's what we're not about to do so um yeah who knows i mean she probably listens still yeah so um, i'm glad this is going on a regular episode i will say this when thanksgiving came around and she's been having thanksgiving at her house she did reach out to me on a text i take that back and she said i love you and i really hope that we'll see you or whatever no apology no acknowledging the situation just a very quick dry i love you and i hope we'll see you or something and I didn't respond and I was like she's trying to fix it before the family gets together so that she doesn't have to explain what's going on Mm -hmm. that's the only reason like she's not slick I know that's what the fuck it was but you can't keep it surface layer when it goes 50 feet deep right you know it's just like putting a band-aid on a fucking gunshot and to me it's kind of like it says so much about her like how dare you like I just, the thought process, I don't understand. I'll never understand. How could I know that I hurt one of my, my kids babies and not want to fix it myself? Not even just because they want me to fix it and go further with it, but why wouldn't I want to on my own? Right. Just, you know what I mean? And then, knowing that I did that kind of damage to someone. And then I, I don't, you know, your firstborn, you don't love them more, but there's something about your firstborn because they make you a mom, but right? not in her case. So like no. all them captions, Oh, happy birthday to my firstborn. When I see that kind of shit on social media, I'm like, bitch, you're putting on a show. Like you ain't never really fucked with me. If yeah. you notice, have you ever seen any pictures from childhood or anything with me and my siblings ever? Not one time. None. Never. 
um, they don't exist. Like I wasn't invited to be included in her family on any of their holiday trips or growing up or fucking summer times or nothing. No, it was you and your grandparents and then them as their family. Exactly. So when I see, oh, to my firstborn or whatever, like, bitch, you love to claim me. But like in real life, like your actions don't don't equal what you try to put out there you know and I think your mom's personality is really soft you know she's kind of like me in a sense Mm -hmm. but and you know um sometimes you can be aggressive and and you have a lot of anger toward her and um, understandably though and that's what I was gonna say she has to take a step back and realize you earned this right like you created this right so it's up to you to take the steps to fix it and you should want to right you should want to for you bitch not for me because i'm so fucked up from it still you should want to for you but no there's no desire there's no interest in i don't understand that it doesn't bother her one bit my conscience that shit would be so fucking right right you know the worst thing in the world to me is hurting someone intentionally i would die but your child your first fucking born child that you know you did dirty like i don't fucking get that shit in my head i try to make some kind of sense of it and i'm like okay my dad abused her Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that played a huge part. Like maybe she looks at me and she sees him. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why she cannot like treat me like her child. But I don't know. It's just like, uh, I'm, I'm done making excuses for her and I'm done covering for her. Then that's for her to go work out in therapy because you're still her fucking child. But she refused. So like that's, um, but yeah, people don't know all this. And so they, you know, she goes and follows like all my ex-boyfriends and shit she does weird shit and then it's like oh my daughter my daughter but like I'm just I'm not covering for her anymore and I'm not gonna like try to make her look good and like claim her as my mom and like you know what I mean because your behavior is just fucked up like I'm always an afterthought always I always have been and like yeah um my sisters you know they were so little when I was already gone like when when they were born and shit they don't know they have a totally different mom than I do for sure so like when they used to try to defend her when I would explode on her they would be like, oh, you're wrong. That's not true. That's bitch. That's not true to you. Right. You that's have a totally your reality. Exactly. You have a whole different person as your mother. You've never known the person that was my mother. Right. So like stay out of it. Right. It's just, it's too much drama. And it's like, um, it's too much for me to process and like get over on my own. I can't. And so if you yeah. aren't down to like try to get professional help with me for that, which was made very clear, Mm -hmm. then fuck it, you know? And it's like, and then just seeing like her not reach out to my kids, like you motherfucking bitch, like that's just beyond, um, so I don't know. That's how my holidays, especially because Bunny has her own phone number. It's not like she has to go exactly. Through you. No, they all do. No one has to talk to me. Uh, right, to get all to three them. of the older ones. Do. They all have their own fucking phone numbers. They all have social media that you follow. Right. So like you know how to reach them, right. and you didn't. So that says a lot to me, but, um, it's fine. Like I am not going to let it ruin my Christmas coziness. <laughs> I told Stacy today when I got injected, my Christmas tree is not coming down no time soon till like March even. Cause you know, welcome to the club. I was telling her, everybody I know is like, it didn't feel like Christmas this year. They're yeah. so in a rush to get it over with. They're over it. They want every sign of it wiped. I'm not letting my bad time 
like ruin it for me. Yeah, I told you I can't wait for the fucking holidays yeah, to be nope. over. But I do and like I'm, my Christmas tree. Yeah. So you know, fireplace, Christmas decorations, bitch, whatever the fuck. I'll make stuffing again. I'll make dressing tonight. Like nope, we're not I'm, I'm making not, mac and cheese for New Year's. Yeah, I'm not fucking um gonna let it ruin me. So No. That's how mine went, but whatever. Just I'm gonna hang in there. And no matter what, I don't give a fuck if it's just me and them for the rest of my life. Like I'm always gonna have my kids back. Right. Period. So like if they don't view it like that, if she can't view it like that and see it for what it is and what it would be in their eyes, yeah. Then I don't need you're not someone I need to fuck with. You're right. not a safe person for me and my kids to fuck right. with. <clears throat> right. But um moving on from that shit, uh <laughs> hint. The hint program is mm-hmm. no more. What? Did you know that? No. It's phased out. So what I did not know, and for those that don't know, Hint is a program through our injector. So no more type of payment plan. They're trying to find another one now. So um, basically what it is is they would stretch out your payments for any beauty treatments you got over the course of 12 months. You would make payments with no interest. And um, they had they used this program called Hint. You add a credit card, and they would just take out your monthly payment on, like, auto pay mm-hmm. every month. Well, now what they do what they used to do is they would continue taking the payments even when your balance was already paid off so that you knew what time you know when you were due to come in and get your treatments well now once you pay it off you're done they don't take any more payments anymore and so you have to like go and start a whole new set of payments in the system and because they're not using hint anymore like I guess your existing payments are still going to come out until March. I hope you guys are all paid off by then. Um, but the lady that was helping me today, I don't remember her name. She was telling me hopefully by March they will have another payment plan to substitute, to take the place of that one. Well, fuck. And I said, well, that's really fucked up because we've referred hella people there. Hella people. And um, it has to be bad for you guys because that's the hint program is what keeps people coming in on time because that payment is going to come out no matter what. And in this economy, it makes it more feasible to be able to do it. Right. Right. So the way they set it up today is they just put in, I just did Botox. So they just put it in, um, with a new card because my other one expired or whatever. Like my, my arrangement, my payment arrangement I had was no more. So it's like they had to set it up as a whole new one with a whole new card. Huh? So I don't know. So yeah, I was like, well, should I let our listeners know? Because I know we referred hella people. Yeah. And yeah, so you guys, um, so yeah, your payments will stay the same until March and then hopefully by then they will have the, whatever other program to do the same thing, to <sighs> take its spot. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's I thought stupid. that was weird. So while we're on Debbie Downer subjects, um, we had a listener, uh, a member of the oh, hollow dysfunction family pass away and it's somebody that I've known for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we went to high school together. Um, her name was Ronnie Brevis originally, Ronnie Giddings now. And um, I ran into her brother-in-law the day she passed away. And he told me, and I just was in so much shock. And um, 
you know, this is somebody who I went to high school with. I was tight with in high school. Um, yeah, my I, cousin was tight with her. Like my old best friend was. It's we still went to a small close with her. Yeah, we went to a small continuation school. A small town continuation school. In a small town, it was small town girl <laughs> stuff. She was a small town girl with me. Also, yeah. Also, so, uh, you know, it became like this little misfit family. Um, I still, everyone I went to that continuation school with, I just just absolutely love to yeah. this day um, and she was very much a supporter like she so as, fucking much yeah as soon as we started she reached out and was like oh my god i hella love it and um got merch made us little um, um ashtrays they're so I was hella like, cute those are gonna be family heirlooms now right right um you know i i'm very grateful for the uh for her coming back into my life as an adult, you know, um, and, um, it was very sudden and unexpected how she passed. Um, it doesn't involve drugs or anything like that. Yeah. It was just very random medical thing. And it just a rare, it's a, um, it's a wake up call that you could really go at any fucking time. This wasn't something that could have been prevented. No, this is just like one of those one off weird medical random occurrences where like, it's like, Oh, it was really your time to go. And it's so fucked up. She has four kids like under the age of 12. Awful. Um, her husband, it's just her sister, you know, she's so close with her sister. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just really sad and it's really fucked up. And it was the day before Christmas. Right. The, the 22nd. Oh, the day before Christmas. So let me tell you something weird that happened to me. Okay. On the 22nd. What? I My found out. birthday. Is it? Uh-huh. It's Becky's birthday. Happy birthday, Becky. I forgot about you on the oh, show. Oh, happy birthday, Becky. Um, it was like one in the morning. I was going to pick up Naya from her boyfriends in Vallejo. They were doing their little Christmas thing. So I let her stay Christmas later. Christmas sex. Bitch. <laughs> With, with his mom and dad. Yes. I hate you. So it's one o'clock and you know, I've always, I've always said Vallejo is like the wild, wild west. Like I never see no police it and shit. It feels so lawless. Yes, yes. It is like the land of lawless. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm driving down the main street. I get off and everyone does like 65, 70 down this street. Mm-hmm. It's just the thing to do. For sure. I'm doing like 65 and it's a pretty long street, you know, and, um, I'm talking to myself like I always do. Even if there's no one to talk to, she's still going to talk. Absolutely. And so at the exact <clears throat> moment I say, and I don't believe in coincidences and, and I don't take what you want from this. And it's going to sound so fucking outlandish because I've told it to a couple people and I'm like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I swear to fucking God. So I'm driving and I say, this and I was talking about Ronnie dying and I was saying this is just more proof that there is no God who the fuck would take somebody from their kids this close to Christmas and right as I said that I'm doing 65 I look over and there's a gray and white cat going under my front wheel bitch listen there's the fact that a sign would come to you in the form of a cat so listen so that you would pay attention let me tell you I, I don't know if it was my dad, bitch. I don't know who it was, but Ronnie was a huge animal rescuer too. She loved oh, animals. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about fucking nursing, fucking litters of kittens and shit. Yes. So at that, which ex- makes it even more appropriate. So at that exact moment, I look over and there's a gray and white cat going under my fucking car at 65. And there's no way for me not to hit this cat. Okay. I fucking. I'm surprised you didn't flip your car. Li- oh, so, so listen, I scream. I jerk to the right. I have an SUV. I jerk to the Why right. Why would you do that? 
I you're like I'm a stunt driver I'm I, gonna flip this bitch on purpose I jerk to the right hella hard so my car fucking swerves I'm doing this at 65 right my car should have probably tipped over I fucking gun it I jerk it to the right I scream Kevin okay Costner? I scream at this exact moment and I look in my rear view and the cat's like 20 feet behind my car flipping you off just fine and there's no way the cat was laughing maria i should have fucking hit this cat i should have fucking ran this cat over there's no way i I, I couldn't i should have fucking killed that cat and a bitch i was shaking like the rest of the drive to get naya i was hella shaking that was jesus smacking you in the back of the head like don't be maybe it was mother nature don't be bad mouthing me bitch i don't know it was close to jesus don't question jesus's timing um, yeah I don't fucking know, but and it came in the form of a cat. A that, cat. If a message, that's like a message. That, it is because if it came to me, bitch, I wouldn't notice. That cat would be a pancake, and I would have got fucking Naya and been on the road. <laughs> but for someone like you, that's a loud message for sure. I feel because my the way I jerked my car and gunned it, bitch, that shit should have <laughs> fucking rolled. I swear you? to God, and it didn't even tip, girl. It was like smooth ass fucking. Uh, you know what I thought about the other day is that time when I got into a car accident in Albany and I was in my Camaro <laughs> and I kind of like Hollywood stopped and was going across the intersection and a car t-boned me and I remember the car spinning it was at night and I remember the lights and it was spinning and I just leaned back and closed my eyes and like I'm like, ready God I didn't try to brace myself I didn't try to control the wheel I didn't try I really just laid back it was like it's time it's time and closed my eyes and was like yep so listen the uh, the, you know what that just reminded me of is when we were fucking 15 and we had that stolen pathfinder and we were driving home from stockton with bianca and greg yes and greg and i were sitting in the back seat and i had fallen asleep i was laying down falling asleep it was like storming i think it was storming so bad we're driving home from stockton all of a sudden i wake up to you screaming you stupid fucking bitch (laughs) and i look up because i'm laying on the seat i look up and all i see out the window is hella rain and lights just were spinning i mean spinning like across the freeway six times across the freeway and you were like like, you stupid fucking bitch. Yeah, what the fuck? that's another time I thought it was over. And we ended up like on the but side then, unharmed. That time I braced myself and shit, though. Like in my car accident, I was like, bitch, you didn't even try to survive. Like you was like, fuck it. Like, I'm take, ready. God, take me now. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. You know, just from reading a bunch of shit about surviving car accidents and shit, I always... I try never, like, when I'm in, like, stop-and-go traffic on 80, I try not to look in my rear view because if someone's coming to ram me, I don't want to tense up. You want to be relaxed. You have better odds of not getting seriously hurt. Right. I have a friend that, um, when he was, like, 18, he was high, drunk as fuck, all on hella E and shit, and he got in a horrible car accident i mean his truck was demolished and he survived because he was wasted and the paramedics told him you survived because you were so fucked up so you better be fucked up you every were, time you, you were loose right yeah. you better drive fucked that's why up. drunk drivers always are always fucking survive with a bruise and, it's, <laughs> and everybody else and the whole dead. family slaughtered the yeah. babies decapitated outside the yes. car it's so fucked but up the driver is perfectly fucking fine to drive home like it's so shitty yeah it's so shitty <clears throat> yep um i have more way to come in hot girls do we have some more depression let me see um i have a horrible depression dream okay wait before you get to that okay hold on a second 
So I also got shiny things. sweats that I'm upset about. Bitch, please explain the sweats. So Mark was like, girls, mm. to me, Bunny, Nia, and Stevie, send me everything you guys want from Shein, right? Uh-huh. I'd never ordered sweats from there. I think I have a dress, maybe a tank top. Bathing suit or something. Yeah, I have some bathing suits. Yeah. They were all decent. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get some sweats. They got some good sweats. Yeah. I'm like, I want these black high-waisted ones. I want this white hoodie. Mm-hmm. I read the reviews. They look good. Yep. Not see-through. Everyone loved them. I'm like, cool. Good. Deal. Get them on Christmas. <laughs> They're fucking shiny fashion plaza <laughs> specials. Mexican sweats. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Mexican flea market um, vendor sweats. They're 99% polyester. <laughs> There's no stretching. She said they're shiny. They're fucking shiny. I called her for something. I don't even know what. She's like, I have on shiny sweats. You should I see wore what I have. Safeway. <laughs> of course I wore them to Safeway. I was like, oh my God, I know the pants. I know exactly the pants. I was so fucking, they don't stretch at all. They're like tight. Ugh, oh my that's God. That's so funny. I Those was were like, your fancy holiday sweats. I was like, this is bullshit. You gotta have a formal pair. Never order sweats <laughs> from Shein. I'm just telling you now. That's your formal sweats. Fuck. Um, Never. Did you ever watch Black Butterflies like I told you? No, I didn't, but I've been watching Fuck. a lot of shit. It's so fucking a lot good. Of shit. Um, since we're talking about all this family trauma and just trauma period, um, Jonah Hill's documentary that came out, it's called... What, The Therapist? Stutz? Stutz? What is it? I don't know, but I, w- I have it on my to-watch list. You better watch that shit. Bitch, I was crying watching that. Oh, that's exactly what I want to do. So, it basically is Jonah Hill interviewing his therapist yeah and so his therapist is like this great guy i know he's like can we make um, it a little can you tell a joke every now yeah, and then yeah he's so cool um this cool ass old guy and he basically has these tools to help you get through life and it's called crack and it fucking like the suggestions that he makes he makes these little illustrations that makes it really easy to ju- digest also i want to go back and watch it with a notebook so i could just write down each of his little there's really? like five yeah there's basically like five things that he shares and they really it's it's basically his goal with these things that he made is that he wants people to be able to feel the positive effects of therapy immediately so it's so did jonah hill have a traumatic childhood oh yeah and he lost his brother recently and hella shit so he's had trauma and like deep insecurity and issues his whole life um but basically this therapist came up with these tools they call them tools basically and they fucking um how many times am i gonna say basically and they make you feel it's like to reprogram your thinking when things happen when dealing with grief yeah when dealing with like you know just trauma insecure just all kinds of shit um in life but when you think of your dad's dick use this tool. yes use the tool and it's gonna make it easier for you and it's it's like a instant thing you know it's, yeah. it's so cool it's just really cool and i was watching it buck had fell asleep and so i was uh I watched like two things that excuse me that night and that was one of them and I was like crying halfway through it because it's just like it's so on point really and I was like fuck you really I think it'll help you too like I think it'll help everybody yeah and that's why he was so enthused about making it because he was like how this sweet shit, of him to want to share that oh my god right and that's the whole purpose of this documentary so even though at one point he was getting discouraged because he was like I don't know if we're doing this the right way or whatever 
it's it's just so important to him to get these tools available to everybody i love that 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 was the whole point of him making this and it's oh god it's really fucking good so please if you haven't already watched it watch it i'm so glad it came up on my queue i'm gonna watch it again i watched that and then i watched um pray away on netflix which is basically um remember in the 90s and shit when they thought conversion therapy was like a real oh my thing? god and there and were they, camps <clears throat> yeah camps and and they thought that you could pray away the gay yes and talk shows would have like these people on on there like i'm an ex it was like do you want aids you better pray away the yes. gay. yes and they were like i used to be gay but i'm married now to a woman and i have kids and now, i and hate blah, blah, blah. her okay so you gotta watch this this is basically revisiting those people shut the fuck up and it's just them talking about what a crock of shit it was and how much damage they fucking did to people oh because they at one point had a national organization through churches of course and um basically to make people feel like they're broken there's something wrong with you you need the lord you need to get better like this is a negative right and um they just feel so guilty i think that's why they made this because they feel so guilty for the damage they did to people um the churches do the people that were part of that organization yeah that left it oh okay there's a whole bunch of people that left it and they're like good you know now we realize how bad we fucked up we were wrong we had good intentions at the time you know nobody was doing it with the intent to hurt people imagine thinking oh my god you're so special you should be changing somebody else's sexual orientation but they were like look looking at it like i was able to get some help with my um gayness compulsions my attractions my yeah yeah so i want to help others too like because they truly believed that in that shit um but that night that was the same night that i watched the the therapist one and buck was asleep you were like and I double started, whammy i started putting my hand on his forehead and i was like do you want me to pray over you in the name of jesus do you want me and he was like sleep and i was like buck do you want me to pray over you in the name of jesus and i kept putting lord like, hear my prayer laying my hands on his forehead and he was like no will you stop no and i was like <laughs> okay well if just no you don't I'm want trying. the gift yeah I'm trying to do this for you but if you don't want it I'm not gonna force it on you I'll save it for someone who really will appreciate, appreciate. it yeah so I tried um but definitely watch those two things for sure okay now let me tell you guys because I don't even think I said it on the show did I say watch Black Butterflies last week? I don't think so. I need you guys I think you just said it to me. Black Butterflies is so fucking good it's another French series okay Okay. i'm really into french series right now okay they they also show a lot more nudity you know europeans are way more lax with nudity foreign film and storylines and shit are just so much better so much fucking better so much better oh my god yeah i'm telling you when we were let me just go on a side tangent real quick when we were little the first foreign film we watched of course was when my mom started dating tony he was hella cultured and from berkeley and yeah yeah you know very different from our loud honky household (laughs) you know where we're watching fucking all my children and fucking sally jesse Raphael in the morning yeah um so the first foreign film we ever watched was called Europa Europa and it was uh-huh. a um a Jewish film and it was about uh World War II and um 
the Jewish boys trying to flee Nazi Germany without being detected. And they even went as far as to like try and self circumcise in the bathroom because the German troops were checking dicks. Like, and as little kids, you know, we're like not, I think I was nine. Will was eight maybe. And they showed wieners and we were like, this foreign shit is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. Papa, you're the fucking best. You're the best. You're showing us dick movies. Like, but you know, as little kids, we sat there and watched those subtitles. You know, they didn't do, English language over it. They're just back so then. much more fucking interesting. Yes. The storyline so everything. detailed and yeah. So black butterflies. Let me let me set up this premise for you guys without giving away shit because she'll fucking I'll have a heart attack. Off. I'll cut the mic off. She'll slap it off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about an old man. He hires a writer to tell his life story. Okay. It gets dark real quick, okay. and I mean real I'm, quick. I'm that Trigger old man. warning. I want to be that old man. Trigger warning. There's set up rapes okay there's murder yeah there's even some wiener shown okay um there's twists and turns on the last two episodes Mm -hmm. how many are there six okay it's very fucking good and i want to tell more but she'll cry about it don't do it all right i'm just telling you guys watch black i'll watch it today I fucking love it. Um, I think it was on Christmas Eve or something. At one point, all the kids tapped out. We had a sleepover in the living room. Mm. Big blankets and shit everywhere. I love that. I'm going to post some pictures today. But um, I was the only one up at one point. So I was like cruising. Let me find something to watch. I'm usually not into zombies. Not my thing usually. Mine at all. I hate it. I found a movie and it's pretty new because it's like supposed to be taking place present day. Mm -hmm. And it's in Europe. Mm-hmm. and um it's zombies and it's like so realistic and so this could really fucking happen that like it scared me and you know it takes a lot to scare or make me feel anything it's, it's a movie yeah and it's really 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 What's fucking it called? good it's called the night eats the world oh it's really good i think i watch it on prime but check it yeah. might be somewhere else but it's it you need to watch it it's Mark, really good that sounds like mark's fucking oh, right up his alley good have him watch it it's really really good i do where my I, thing is like apocalypse movies like the end of the world yeah well this is kind of it that you know yeah. it, but it's zombies but like it's good yeah you should watch it for okay. sure um some, yeah that's some, it okay recommendations. so why we're on weird shit um, I was sitting in the garage the other night. I think it was, was it Christmas? No, was it Christmas? No, it was the night before Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. I'm sitting in the garage smoking. And, you know, we have animals run across the roof in the garage. I've heard raccoons up there. I've yeah. heard the turkey stomp. Like, <laughs> you know, you can um, you can tell the difference between four and two legs running, right? Yeah, yeah. Turkeys ain't out at night on your roof, okay? Okay. They just don't. The raccoons, yes. Turkeys, uh-huh. no. Raccoons have four legs. Yeah. I'm sitting in the garage and I hear somebody walk across the fucking garage roof. I uh-huh. hear it. I know I two legs, two fucking legs, very intentional, uh, not running, walking swiftly. I jump up. I go get Mark. He's fucking drunk as fuck. And I'm like, Hey, somebody's on the fucking roof. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> He puts on full combat gear. Okay, so normally he would. <laughs> so he starts going outside. He don't even grab the one oh. of the guns. He goes outside, looks out front. And I'm thinking, why he ain't got the gun? Yeah. So then he comes back in, goes out in the backyard. Bitch, I hear him out there getting a ladder. Mind you, he's trashed. <laughs> Sir. We have video footage of him coming back down the ladder. 
he looks like an old ass man (laughs) he went up on the roof to look couldn't find anyone while he's out there playing fucking national lampoons fucking robbers i go get the fucking gun and i'm standing in the house by the back door with the gun because i'm like he's fucking gonna get killed i gotta protect the household i got him now because he's drunk on the roof checking oh my god he couldn't find anything we checked the cameras nothing there wasn't an animal oakley with a fucking gun at the back i sure did bitch that shit was cocked and ready to fucking roll bitch because you know the last few days before that mark and i had been playing with the guns in the room he had been having me what wait wait no. wait! you're not gonna just breeze past that listen he's been having me fucking load and unload the clips he's put him in the gun he has a stopwatch <laughs> he's like ready get ready soldier so armageddon ready? training ready? Bitch. go you're all stressed out he's Your videotaping are... me to see my mistakes you're shaking hella bad my fingers hurt because i fucking eat my skin off but no he had me you know loading the clip unloading the clip fucking get a life cocking the gun the emptying Marine. the chamber just you know i have a gun and i'm i wasn't familiar with it and i was like i need to get more familiar with it so so we're gonna do it right now in this race so when he was on the roof i was like this is my time to shine bitch oh my god oh this oh is what God. class has been you for. Like, yep. But so we checked the cameras. There's nothing. Not a raccoon. Not a fucking turkey. So not a fox. So he had to hear it too for, to get a ladder, right? He wouldn't have got out a ladder if if he didn't hear it. I don't know. He was drinking. He might have just been uh, placating me. I don't know. <laughs> but I know what the fuck I heard. Like I'm not gonna just jump up and disrupt yeah. the whole household over nothing. Yeah. I heard fucking footsteps. Like real fucking intentional footsteps on the fucking roof you know this is a haunted ass house that's what mark said it's your dad fucking around he was like surprise merry Merry christmas Christmas. yeah Yeah. that's what i that's what i would say that's my guess i'll post the video footage of mark coming down off the ladder how about mark the stupid bitch we were over here making christmas (laughs) cookies the other night um every year we get the kids together here it's become like a little tradition it's really cute it is it's our little family tradition and they make sugar cookies and so we're here and um i don't even think he was drunk but he was like fucking with me and mark was like let me show you this what happened the other day i don't know if crystal told you and he's like there was this man like in our fucking yard and um we caught him on camera and look and he's like all by the garage door and so i look and i could see like the side of his head but he's hella close to the camera and i'm like why the fuck would someone be that close to the camera and so he's like no but look and he's showing me different camera angles and shit and he's like this is him right here like why was he all up in the front yard um we're still trying to figure it out so I get all loud and you know me I'm like "Uh uh-uh and so I started to be like um he's like yeah this one he's by the living room window and I'm looking and I'm like there is no reason for no motherfucker to be right there and I'm getting all mad and I'm like I was about to say that's one of them fucking Guatemalans from across the street because they got (laughs) neighbors that um there's like a lot of young men that looked like the guy and I'm like like that's him that's one of them from across the street i've fucking seen him before how much you want to bet that's him listen <laughs> them neighbor it was mark <laughs> mark starts dying Here we laughing. are almost two decades later and he's still able to fucking get her he's imitating me squinting my eyes and zooming in on the the phone screen and i'm going that and I was starting to say who it was. He's crying, laughing. I'm like, you know what? You're one all them, worked up. Don't let me be in no lineup because one of them neighbors would have been in jail that and night. ain't done nothing and wrong. Ain't did shit. Ain't been nowhere. Over Everybody's here. going to prison and ain't done nothing wrong. It was Mark. You. <laughs> You need to wear your glasses and not be called to be a witness for anything ever, <laughs> ever. 
I felt so stupid. I was like, I hate your gut. Stop talking to me. Don't talk to me for the rest of the night. I hate you. He has too much fun with them cameras. No, he really does. That's why when last week you were like, put one in the house. I was like, no. There probably already is. Shut the fuck up. I have a feeling that's how he knew about his gifts and shit, that he has some surveillance going on in here. Shut up. Audio, at least. (laughs) At least. Um, A funny story... I just put like some funny quotes in here like the other day when you were making bunny and egg and you were like do you want your yolk popped or no and I was like that's hellosexual like don't say it like that you're a dirt bag <laughs> you could have said do you want it broken or do you want it intact you could have oh, said oh intact is so much better do you want your yolk popped or no that sounded do you like- want your yolk intact bunny <laughs> Do you want it, me to break it, spill it? I don't know. You Do you want me to pop it? You could have said it different, but... Oh, fuck you. Buck was fucking drunk the other night. Um, I made tacos that night, and, and Pease had eaten some, and, like, I was like, is she done? Like, I'm going to put her plate away or whatever if she's done, because he let her make a big mess on the couch. I love it. So he goes over drunk, and he's like, do you want more spaghetti? Do you want, I mean, potato sauce? <laughs> like bitch i made tacos like what the fuck are you asking do you her? want more potato spaghetti i mean potato sauce what are you trying to fucking say so we I, we like cried laughing for so long and now he has a new I song can't fucking breathe <laughs> now he has a new song and it's i made him name it potato sauce because he wrote it that night and i was like you're a fucking idiot don't get away from her let me fucking get her plate like get away from her yeah do you <laughs> What is that? Like you just—that's when you know you just need to stop. Like, no more. No more. You're fucking done. Do you get want away. more potatoes? Yeah, I was what like, is potato get, sauce? I don't know. Ketchup? I don't know what he was asking. I was like, get away Wait, from her. Wait, ketchup is tomatoes, <laughs> but like four potatoes. You oh, know? potato sauce. Get the fuck away from her. Stop. That was so stupid. <gasps> oh, that's so great. That was just another quote I had saved. Um, we have a few write-ins, too. Okay, let's do some write-ins. I was going to talk about how I had... I asked him the other day, should I get a nose job? Because... Oh, God, here we go. Hell of all the girlies are going to Turkey to get nose jobs. And they get them, and they look like you. They look like a little... Tiny little who And nose. I hate it. I know, but it's like tiny, and it goes upward at the tip, and it's a little doll nose. And why it's, do you want that? I it's don't. Make- I don't. But they they just do such great work. It's unfucking believable So admire. So all the girlies are going to Turkey, and it's not expensive. And so I was like, do you think? And he was like, no, absolutely not. Like, it will make your face look totally different. (laughs) Yeah, like not your face. Your nose fits your face. Yeah, I know. So I'm, I'm not. But I just, if anyone's looking, God, the girlies are going to Turkey. So do it there. (laughs) Renowned plastic surgeons. Shut up. Okay. So glad I found the two of you. Somehow during one of my lows, I took a drive in my car and found your podcast. My anger sad. Oh God, I have so much tit sweat right now. My anger. Sorry. Yum. My anger. My anger, sadness, and hopelessness turned into laughter, and the rest is history. I listen to you every day, and my depression and anxiety is manageable. Pada, you are my soul sister, and Crystal, you are my childhood friend, Heather, that I share everything with. I am biracial. My dad, who who's passed away was black and much older than my mother who was Italian. I grew up in Vermont where I was the only biracial person. I experienced so much hate and racism. I have a quick temper and have experienced a broken home as a child. 
I was so happy when my parents divorced when I was in high school, but I'm still healing from the abuse. I now have two, I now have two kids, three and six. They are so beautiful and I'm thankful for them. I struggle every day with my depression and anxiety and have been on and off meds. I have so much in common with the two of you and feel like I know you. I love it. Thank you for all that you share and for being so real. I can laugh out loud and feel like myself and love myself more because of the two of you. I love it. I love it. Thank Thank you. Thank you for being with us. No, really. Thanks for sitting with us. All right. You want to? It's a question. It's a question. Um, I have a confession. I'm in a serious relationship of eight years with an amazing boyfriend and I want to explore other options, but I'm so scared to take that, to take that loss of a good man and be stuck single with no real love. And I fantasize a lot of other, of another man swooping me up by my feet and loving me forever. And we live happily ever after. Also, I'm super codependent, so that's probably why I don't leave, and I don't want to be a hoe. Why not? (laughs) I will never cheat. I hold it all in, and I love him because he's my best friend. I hope it's a phase, and I hope I don't end up the old couple who I regret deep down for not going for my real love or crushes and thinking about what could have happened. I need advice. I'm very curious to know how old you are. Yes. Because that's going to determine for me whether you need to be settling down right now. I want to know how old you are, and I want to know... Um, has that eight years been a good eight years? Has yeah. it been a toxic eight right. years? Because eight years don't matter if it's all it been like an embarrassing drama to right. eight years. Right. So I can't <clears throat> I can't really answer that without yeah. But I will say this if you're feeling like this, mm-hmm. you want more. You're not satisfied in your current or you would not be yearning for all of this. Yeah, if you're fantasizing. Yeah. It sounds like you're settling with not having that swoop me off my feet feeling and no one should be settling for for without that. I, I will that. I will say 17 years together, you do have lulls Eight where years. No, with myself. Oh. Uh, no one's talking about No, you. no, no. Um I'm I'm just saying you do go through lulls where you know you question not really question but you feel like um you you just exist together for a little bit and Mm -hmm. then it then it'll go back to i love you lovey-dovey you know what i mean it's not just all highs yeah yeah. you know so i want to know how long she's been thinking like that too did it just start have you been feeling like this for a year you know that makes a difference too it does and then it's like i i get that you don't want to try something and then give up a great loving man that's your best friend and then you regret that forever yeah but i would say it sounds like you want something else it, even if it's just to experiment and live life a little more before settling down yeah i'm really curious how yeah. old so write in and tell us the answers to those questions <laughs> okay this one's a little heavy okay I first want to say how much I appreciate you guys for giving me an outlet. I share you guys literally with everyone I know. This podcast gets me through some of the roughest days. So my sister married a guy who, in my opinion, she barely even knew. To make a long story short, my sister has three girls previous to this marriage and has now had a little boy and is pregnant with another little girl with this man. Five kids total. 
Throughout the duration of knowing this man that she married, anyone that has met him has said a similar thing about him. And that thing is that he gives off weird creeper vibes. I've never got a good vibe from him. It's always been awkward and weird. I wonder if anyone's ever said that about me. She's a fucking nut job. She's fucking a weird creep. Yeah. You guys. Keep your kids away I think away it would make her. me happy if they did. It probably would me. bring you joy for sure. <laughs> okay. Sorry. The two little girls are eight and five years old. So when I got to my sister's, it was shower time for the younger girls. My sister was on the couch talking to me while her husband was in the room with the girls, to my knowledge, while they got into their robes. Now, I'm not 100% sure if he was in the room while they were getting ready into their robes to get in the shower. So as I was leaving, I went into the girl's room to say goodbye, and both my nieces hugged me, but the elder one, who's eight, held on to me, like in a weird way. She wouldn't let go of me. Oh, no. I noticed she was holding on to me, so I looked at her face, and she had tears rolling down. Oh, no. I asked her what was wrong, and before she could answer, her stepfather said, yeah, tell your auntie why you're crying, then made up some shit as to why she was crying. So again, long story short, I don't know what to do in this situation. I feel like he could possibly be a predator, but I don't have kids of my own, so I don't want to assume. Oh, my fucking God. Um, in any occasion that I mentioned my sister's parenting or how she's going about raising my nieces, she results to the statement of, well, you don't have kids, so you don't know what it's like. But I just don't have a good feeling about the situation, and I don't know what to do. Trust that. My sister's in a custody battle with the two older girls father and i don't want them oh to those be... aren't even his kids no no these are yeah the two older girls are this have dude's... a different father yeah this is they're the dude's stepdaughter yeah um uh my sister's wait, wait that makes it a thousand times more weird so i don't know what to do my sister's in a custody battle with the two girls father and i don't want them to be taken away to where i'm not able to see them but at the same time i don't want them to be going through anything that they shouldn't be as innocent little babies any advice is so appreciated thank you i'm like send the address i'm going to get your nieces right now we're gonna sit down and have a talk i feel like those girls are too old they're way too to be having old. a random man and because let's face it he's a random man i mean he's your sister's husband but he's not the girl's father right eight there and five is, is no too old for him to be doing naked baths that, that's way, my opinion way too fucking old and even if they weren't that old that's not his place those aren't even his right kids. so listen um i i'm just so extra caught like uh, anything can happen to anything kids, can happen man. i don't put shit past anybody no. and take it from someone that has multiple kids with multiple dads and has had multiple boyfriends around said kids and shit like that that don't belong to them and whatever you're never having them do i'm bath never time. having them do bath time i'm never even having them change a diaper to be real because in my mind my intrusive thoughts and shit i'm like oh he's gonna finger them like <laughs> something is gonna happen we're ending the this <laughs> no i'm, I'm just so. telling you but but yeah, no, your intrusive thoughts are really mine fucked up. immediately step in and they're like, bitch, no, like you're going to walk in and find some shit like no. Um, but for that, re like five and eight. No, they're no, they don't need uh -uh. the eight year old's old enough to even, do bath time herself. And that's not their kid, their dad. Like that's, that's not their oh, dad. God, even if it was their dad, that's too old. But no, that's uh, -uh. well, eight, I feel like is old enough to do their own bath time. By that time, they're yeah. in like third grade. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. I know that my girls by third grade were bathing themselves. Yeah. I might come in to wash their hair. Mark might come in to wash their hair, but that's like the extent. Right. And then I, I just feel I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a man that wasn't 
their fucking dad doing bath time. Doing I anything just, naked. Fuck no. You're not changing them into their bathing suits. No. You're not changing diapers. No. You're not washing them up. No. You're not doing... No. What? You could wash their hair in the sink when they're And if he's clothed, volunteering to do it, that's weird. Like, all of... That would be a flag to me if he's volunteering. They ain't even your kids. Why are you trying to help me with, like, naked duties? Yeah, no. I, I no. would be like, you get up and go do that. Why don't you go work on a car or some shit? Like, you're not well, fucking helping my daughter shower. Well, I don't, you know, they have a toddler boy together. Like, why don't you go take care of the son and I'm going to go. Yeah. What the fuck's your sister doing? Talking about you don't have kids, so you don't understand. So what? You better wake up. That's, yeah, she sounds a little too trusting. And if to I me. was you, I would take the nieces. I would be like, I want to take them for a We're lunch going date, to a lunch. movie date. Yep. And I would. And sit them down and I don't give a fuck how. And I would do it in a kid-friendly way yes yes and i would make sure they knew if the fact that she held on to you and she had tears and he answered for her i don't like that makes me want to throw up it makes me like nervous like um like worried feeling i just don't put anything past anybody me either me either at all no do not um let, just ignore that Mm-mm. take them on a lunch date and and make please. sure they know please for real ugh I'm like over here like, I want to be the creepy one that makes everybody uncomfortable. And then the story turns into that. No, that's not what I oh, meant. really? That's not what I fucking meant. That makes people awkward. No. Oh, you've already told us with your intrusive thoughts how creepy you are. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> fuck. They're so bad. They're No, they're awful. <clears throat> All right. You want to read this story time? Yeah. Okay. It's three. What is going on with all this sweating? Fuck you, menopause. <gasps> okay. Hi, aunties. So I got inspired to do a write-in about my degenerate young self. Yes. I don't know if this is a good place to message, but I shall find out soon, won't I? Mm-hmm. So we had a friend when I was like 15 or 16 named Rachel, and her parents were hella old school hippies and would let us party at their house. I had a friend with a mom like that. Oh, um, time passed and Rachel RIP passed away. We would still party at her parents' house. I don't know why. Mind you, they're like in their fifties, smoke and drink hella beer with them and eat their food. I still remember this bomb ass ham Rachel's mom made that we <laughs> tore up with our drunk munchies. Uh, at this point I was like 16, I think. So one day we were partying at their house and me and my girlfriend were drinking on the couch and they had on the couch they had placed in the front yard love it we see a cop car drive by and look hella hard so most of the adults went inside and us underage dummies were still out front drinking eating ham eating (laughs) eating eating ham on the porch couch (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay i remember telling my girl hey we should go inside because those cops were hella looking she turns to me and says it's fine they won't come back and my dumb ass was like okay our other friend Shelly was 15 and on probation, so she was tripping for sure. Um, a moment later, the cops come back and get out their cars. Shelly takes off jumping high-ass fences. <laughs> Maria. Jackie Joyner. <laughs> You're not catching Shelly. Um, meanwhile, I'm cursing my friend out because I told her ass they would come back, but now it was too late. They asked us for ID, asked questions, had us take a breathalyzer, which we all failed. How how the fuck did they just come into someone's yard and do that? They can't do that unless there's a call or something. At this point, there was three of us, me, my girl, and our older friend's little brother, who was like my age, while all the adults 
are watching this from the inside. Thank you, adults, <laughs> for helping. Yeah, thanks a lot. So once we start getting pat down, our friend Sean runs outside and starts yelling at the cops, drunk as fuck, and gets body slammed. So now there's four of us arrested. <laughs> we get booked and released. It gets better. So a week later, we go out with our friends to this party in the mountains. Me and the same girl that got arrested the previous weekend got pretty drunk and we're having fun. Then we hear our really good friend Zach getting beat on by this fat ass hick. So we were like, what the fuck is going on? Because Zach is the sweetest guy. We don't know exactly why he got hit, but he was pissed. But I was pissed and wanted to leave with him. So off we go in the cab of Zach's truck. And it starts raining while me and my girl are in the cab of this truck down this bumpy ass mountain this hillbilly chaos (laughs) like what the zach just got his ass whooped we we still don't know why uh like what the fuck is wrong with us all they want is the couch ham (laughs) (laughs) anyways we get to town and i see blue and red lights and in my head i'm like there's no fucking way not again (laughs) i told my girlfriend oh we are for sure going to juvie this time cops shine their lights on us and tell us to get out they talk to zach and shout out to zach for keeping it cool because the cops ended up letting us go and made sure we got home needless to say i have many stories like this i hope you enjoyed that was great that was and i still want to know why zach got his ass whooped please tell us please okay birthday shout out hi aunties i hope this is the right place for this my best friend's birthday is december 27th and i was just hoping you guys could give her a special birthday shout out we have been friends for five years and i don't know what i'd do without her from motherhood to family drama she's been there for me through it all Hmm. happy birthday to my rye rye me treasy declan and chris can't wait to have you here to visit Thank you, Pat and Crystal, and happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too, and happy birthday. Happy holidays and happy birthday, Rai Rai. All right. I'm about to go get into my own hillbilly chaos. Go eat your own ham. Couch ham. Fucking couch (laughs) ham. About to move my couch on the porch. Those are the most comfy couches. Right? All right. The best. I'm going to try to work on some art. You guys, we have tomorrow we're recording a Patreon episode. And if you are not a patron, I promise you're going to want to be to hear the fucking episode. Yes. We have a guest. We're just going to say that. Yes. And then we have another guest Patreon episode we're doing next week. You'll definitely want to hear that one. So just wanted to put those out there. Mm -hmm. Um, The Patreon episode will probably go up tomorrow. What? Afternoon? Evening? probably tomorrow evening oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. but there's a guest you'll want to hear it and um thank you guys for the reviews and for loving Support us and sharing the posts and everything thank yeah you. we appreciate it because uh we've been getting our ass whooped the last couple months yeah. so thank you for helping us and that's it suck it easy go to bed mm-hmm.